Hi, it's Dr. Michelle Gordon, the host of the Menopause Movement Podcast. And this week on the podcast, we have Tina Williams. Tina suffered from four strokes between 2014 and 2015 and was forced to take a serious look at her life, her business, and her lifestyle. She's a mom of four daughters, a serial entrepreneur, and a multi-passionate individual with a goal of helping others see and be their best selves. She kind of fell into the hemp industry thanks to her health issues and has found this to be a blessing. Tina is going to talk to us today about the benefits of CBD in our health and in menopause. And she talks a little bit about hemp-derived CBD and why that's important and where that hemp should come from. She talks a little bit about uh, the benefits, what a COA is, so listen for that. She talks about hemp-derived versus cannabis-derived CBD. She tells us the biggest thing about CBD. We discuss terpenes. She gives us a little bit of hemp history. And then we kind of go into how it can help certain menopause symptoms like anxiety and stress, sleep disturbance, and how it's a magical mood booster. And her use of it on her mother who has severe dementia. Of course, we have to discuss also appropriate dosing. And again, I need to make a medical disclaimer. There is no medical advice being given on the podcast today. This is information for your use only. So if you like the podcast, please subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. We appreciate that so much. At the end of the episode, make sure you visit our website where we're going to hook you up with the show notes and uh, the links mentioned for Tina. She's also given us a coupon code and that's Dr. Michelle, D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And you'll be able to get a special deal from her for the podcast. So without further ado, here's Tina Williams and the benefits of CBD. So welcome to the Menopause Movement Podcast, Tina. I'm so glad to have you here. And I have had so many women ask me about CBD and menopause. So I'm hoping that we can really uh, get into that today. So before we get into the specifics of CBD and menopause, can we talk about how you got into CBD? Absolutely. Like everything else that I do, I fell into it. Um, back in, well, when we first met, I had like, I basically fallen into the, um, social media world and ended up having a business where I had an agency and was teaching all kinds of courses in, in, um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all types of social media consulting. And it was really high stress and high pressure. And then in 2014, I had a series of strokes. I had three back to back within 30 days. And then during the course of That was in July, August. And then from September to December, I had 12 TIAs. So literally every other week I was in the hospital. And then in January, it was, it was crazy because they never figured out why I had the strokes. And then in 2015, I lost hearing in my ear and we couldn't figure it out. And they said I had an infarct in my inner ear. So I didn't have any idea what was going on. Um, I spent the entire year of 2015 going from hospital to hospital. And one of my friends um, had said, because we had been, I had been in the plant business. I was working with someone doing some, you know, growth stuff for plants. So she, one of the girls that I had met through that had said, why don't you try medical marijuana or CBD? Now, as a mom of four daughters 
and my kids were teenagers at the time, I was like snowballs chance in hell. Would not do it. I was like, medical mar- marijuana? Are you kidding me? I go, I don't want to get high. I have children. I'd kill them if I caught them smoking pot. I was not educated, probably like many of your listeners, then didn't understand the difference between hemp-derived CBD, about the fact that medical marijuana has so many benefits for your health. So she, I got this bottle of CBD from her, and it sat on my shelf forever. And then I was taking high levels of Coumadin because of my strokes. And they, my Aetna had decided because they didn't have a diagnosis, they weren't going to pay for it anymore. So I started with CBD truly out of frustration because I didn't okay. have anything else. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I started taking the CBD and I noticed that I was feeling better, that I was calmer, I was more relaxed. Then I bought another bottle. Then I bought another bottle. Then I bought another bottle. And literally my kids pointed out to me that I was responding as opposed to reacting. I ultimately lost 30 pounds over the course of like six months. And I, and because I had had the strokes, I was doing nothing else. I was, my diet was very limited because I was, I had been on Coumadin. I wasn't walking because I couldn't go anywhere alone. They had me very restricted. It really had a lot to do with the CBD. So once I started doing that, you know how that works. People start asking you, what are you doing? And I started getting into the CBD and my friend's like, why don't you sell it? And we ended up starting a business, but I didn't want to stop there. I didn't want to just sell somebody else's product. So I ended up being a manufacturer. I did all the research. I worked directly with a farm. And now I create and manufacture my own product because I wanted the best of the best to go in my mouth and my family's mouth. So it was literally a business I fell into. That's pretty amazing. And you do have a story behind you got your family was poisoned. Yes. Yep. Uh, We had a pesticide poisoning back in in 1994, 1994, five. So that makes it even more important that you know exactly what you're putting in your mouth. Very important because what I find is you you find trade secrets is the term that a lot of companies use. They don't want to tell you what's in it. So having a product that was organic, that I knew where it came from, where the the extraction methods are very important because you don't want chemicals. A a big problem that we're finding right now is many of you guys probably see at local gas stations that you see CBD products. A lot of these products, you really need to be aware of where the products come from. There's something called COAs, which are the certificates of analysis. What they found is a lot of people are using hemp from China and everything that I have is hemp derived. There's a big difference between hemp derived CBD and cannabis derived CBD. Hemp derived CBD is a CBD that's legal all throughout the country, all throughout the United States. Now cannabis, it really is state to state right now, but the cannabis, the hemp from China, they're using to remediate the soil. And then they're selling it to us. So who wants poisoned products? And that's really what the, yeah, exactly. They're using it to remediate their soil. So it's got heavy metals and all kinds of other stuff in it. So you have to be really careful. You have to know your sources. Right. So what, I mean, I saw, um, so we have some of your products in our home and, and um, Val, who's a doctor, she sells it in her office. She sells your products in her office. And I saw that you have a menopause relief tea. Yes. Um, That's an entire line of teas. We have menopause. We have a period tea. We have teas for sleep, for pain, for anxiety, for inflammation. The menopause tea and the period tea are actually designed by an acupuncturist here locally. She Hmm. actually creates the herbs for that. And it's basically designed around menopause. And so... 
And so it's, you add CBD to it. You, you get her. I add hemp. Her yep. She, she designs the herbs. That's Chinese medicine for those yeah. teas for that entire line is called pharma teas. And then she does the herbs. She gives them to me. And then I add actually raw hemp. Okay. And that's how you get the 20, uh, yes. 20 milligrams of CBD per tea bag, yep. right? Yep. Okay. I buy hemp right from the farm and then we grind it and we have it tested and it tests so that every bag has a gram of hemp in it. So that gram, it equates to between 20 and 40 milligrams of CBD, depending on which, which type you, you end up getting. Now the okay. other blend is Ayurvedic. So we have both, we have Ayurvedic and we have Chinese medicine based teas. All right. So er, just, just for the audience, Ayurveda is a medicine. It's an ancient medicine that start was started in Kerala, India, actually. Um, and it kind of goes off of three different types of people and it's through uh, a special analysis with an Ayurvedic doctor. So it's a different, it's a different sort of treatment. Um, but if you ever had a, a body treatment that involved oil on your head, then that was most likely uh, an Ayurvedic treatment. Yeah. So, um, all right. So what, what are the benefits like just in a nutshell? So, I mean, I know you're not a doctor, but if you were yeah, to, just to preface that not a yeah. doctor can't give medical advice. They're very right. clear on the F FTC and the FDA that, right. you know, for those of us who are promoting CBD products, we have to be very careful. The biggest right. thing well, so, and CBD, I'm going to also, let me just also okay. say also that, you know, I'm not giving any medical advice. This is just for information purposes. Yeah. The biggest thing about CBD is it's an anti-inflammatory. Okay. So the fact that it's an anti-inflammatory, as a doctor, you would know that most of most of the things that we have going on come from inflammation. So we find anything you know that starts with anti with inflammation, CBD can help, and it's amazing for um, anxiety and stress. How does it help with anxiety? Um, you know what, uh, anandamide. Um, it works like increasing the anandamide, like, so that joy and bliss, it helps bring that up and it helps even the body out. The, the number one thing that CBD does is our entire body has everybody as a mammal. We all have something called the endocannabinoid system, which I know, Michelle, when you were in um, school, you probably never even heard of it, correct? No, actually I did. And it there's did. that. And well, yeah, because there's also nicotine receptors in the nervous system. And so, you know, we know specifically for nicotine and specifically for cannabinoids. Oh, great. Yeah, because yeah. I know my daughter's a nurse now and they are actually now sending them back to school for their, their additional credits to mm -hmm. learn more about the endocannabinoid system. Okay. So. Most of us are endocannabinoid deficient because hemp was taken out of our diets hundreds of years ago. So the fact that our, we have endocannabinoid deficiency, now adding CBD and hemp has cannabinoids in it. It has CBD, it has CBG, it has CBN, a whole series of cannabinoids and terpenes and flavonoids. It helps bring up our body's endocannabinoid system. So we're in homeostasis. And when we're in homeostasis, our balance, our bodies perform better. Okay. So homeostasis is a state where, um, it's kind of like, I like to say the, my favorite, my favorite example of homeostasis is acid base. Okay. So there's all, there's people who say that you have to eat acid foods, you have to eat basic foods, right. And to, in order to stay, um, in order to stay healthy, especially like there's a lot of people who say you have to eat a lot of bases, drink, drink, mm -hmm. you know, drink basic water, pH of eight, that sort of thing. 
But what people don't understand, and this is so important, I think, to understand, is that the stomach has a pH of two, okay. right? The stomach is acid. And this is, and this is all to get to what homeostasis is, just so you mm -hmm. understand where I'm going with this. So it doesn't, when you ingest, you know, uh, something that's basic, you're going to be raising the pH and then the stomach isn't going to be able to do it, do what it's supposed to do. But what happens is, is that it doesn't matter if you ingest something that's basic, the body is going to keep the pH of the, of, you know, the blood and at a certain, you know, it's a really, really narrow range. And it, there's, there's not anything that we can do. And that is called homeostasis. So the body has all these chemical signals. It's all biochemistry that happens. There's biochemistry and physics that are, they're all intertwined in keeping our bodies going. And in order to do that, we have to rely on homeostasis. And so when you talk about homeostasis, there's, you're saying that there's a homeostasis for now for the ca cannabinoids or ca how do you yes. say it? Cannabinoids. Cannabinoids. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Either way, you know, everybody says it like tomato, tomato. Right. So okay. yeah, cannabinoids and CBD is one of the cannabinoids um, along with uh, CBG, CBN, and there's 180 of them at this point. But the now, nice part is there's also terpenes in there. So right. the terpenes and flavonoids give an entourage effect. That's why having a whole plant product is so important because all of those things combined help bring your body to homeostasis and they create an entourage effect. So what is uh, terpene? What are those? Terpenes are like, um, like essential oils are okay. made from terpenes. It's basically a molecule in a plant. Like if you have, um, and I don't smoke pot, but if you talk to people who talk about, you know, kush or different flavors that gives it the smell and the odor, the best example of a terpene is a lemon. So when you hit, you know, scratch a lemon, you can smell the lemon or you can smell a pine tree. Those are terpenes. Yeah. Anybody else smelling a lemon or a pine tree right now? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. And that's yeah. what a terpene is. All right. So, so that's why, that's why when I put the, when I put the tea in the water, it smells like skunk. Does it? Yes, it could. Well, marijuana, I'm saying marijuana, but you know. Yes, it could it be. Does. It depends on which one, which one you were using too, because yeah. some of them are stronger than others. Right on. Okay. So, um, so when, when it comes to, let's say we have a, a lady who's suffering with menopause symptoms. So mm -hmm. she's got, uh, she's not sleeping very well. She's got brain fog. She's, um, she's having hot flashes and then these embarrassing sweats. You know, I know that there are dietary recommendations, especially that we recommend in the membership. And so when people go through the membership, we talk about special ways to eat to support yep. your hormones. But what kind of CBD products can you offer someone for menopause? Well, one of the things about your membership is you teach people so many great things about not only eating properly, but meditation and the combination of lifestyles. CBD yeah. is something that adds to that lifestyle effect that you have. And there's, depending on what you have going on, I always like to heal from the inside out. That's just what I usually tell people. So the oils are the number one thing that we promote because that helps your body. And that's in the oils. If you've ever seen a tincture, I think I have one right here. So uh -huh. this is basically an oil and you're going to put it like a couple of drops underneath your tongue because that's where the most, the most of that bioavailability is. Hold it for a few minutes, and that's what you start with. This is The oils are the number one thing. I like 1,000 milligrams because it's a nice middle range, and most people find a result from 1,000 milligrams. But it depends on what symptoms they have. I know a lot of people with menopause have pain, mm -hmm. and there's topicals. Like we have creams and ointments that you can use right on your skin because your skin is a huge receptor. 
it's actually the biggest receptor in our body. Right. So it it's, gives you more of an immediate result. So instant gratification, for instance, like say you have elbow or arm pain or shoulder pain, the topicals will go on there to give you that instant relief because the CBD there goes right into your skin and the stuff you're taking internally helps reduce the inflammation so that you don't necessarily get those pains in your joints and those aches that you have. Now, so is, 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 the, is the hypothesis then that because of the deficiency in the uh, cannabinoid system, we're, we're having more inflammation? Mm-hmm. And, and so because it was removed from our diet and it was part of the diet back when... George Washington, we were okay. required back in those days in George Washington's day, like in Jefferson, we were actually required by law to grow hemp. It was a law to grow hemp. And then it was a rope or because no, because it was they used it for cattle. They used it for everything because it's such an easy plant. And then basically, if you look at the history of it, plastics came into play and money came into play and paper, all of those things. Hemp can do so many different things. People are building houses with hempcrete. There's hemp paper. We actually are trying to get I don't have a honey stick right here, but our honey sticks are made right now with a biodegradable plastic, we're trying to get those made with a hemp plastic, but there's hemp plastics, there's hemp clothing, there's hemp rope. There's so many things. Hemp essentially, if you, depending on who you talk to, can save the world because it can do so many different things. It remediates the soil. So right now you're seeing people who have tobacco farms and coal mines, they're actually growing hemp to remediate that soil first, then they'll actually grow hemp so that we can have hemp seed and oils and CBD products. Wow. And it's so crazy. you have a farm, you have a farm near you, near where you live? Um, no, I actually work with a farm in Kentucky. So we get everything there because the laws to grow hemp are pretty crazy. So they have to be part of an ag- agricultural program. And this farm is, and the guys there are really great. I knew them from years ago. And honestly, I know I can trust that their product is great because they have the soil tested, they have the crops tested, and they batch test everything. So I know I'm getting the best of the best from them. That's great. Well, it's important to know the source. I mean, we, we like to say that you want to know where your food's coming from. And, and you know, we go to the grocery store, but, you know, there's this whole new regional food movement that's going on. And there's a whole new... Um, you know, like, like at least here in New York, I mean, there, there may be farms by where you live, but you know, I support a local farm, uh, not too far from mm-hmm. me called Glenwood. And then we've got another farm also that we'll, we'll go to pretty regularly. This is a for-profit farm and it's called Hemlock Hill. And that one I could walk to. Oh, so wow. if I need, yeah, I mean, it, it's like an, you know, an hour walk, maybe three, three or four miles away. But, but you know, I, when I, when I was running a lot, I would run past there a lot and it's just not that far. So we've got, you know, good organic farms really, really close by. And then Glenwood is a non, non-for-profit farm and they, they mm-hmm. host incubators and teach people how to, how to farm. And it's kind of funny having, you know, gr- grown up through the uh, 70s and 80s and what happened with farming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how the, 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 the family farm was just decimated by corporate yes. farming. Yep. Uh, and now we've got the family farm coming, making a comeback, a resurgence. Um, and it's, I love it's, it. Organic yeah. here too. We buy a lot of organic products. We have, of course, Sunday markets. Well, now they're Saturday and Sunday markets where we get a lot of stuff and we support local grow as well. Yeah. 
And it's just, I mean, I just think it's kind of funny cyclical things like in the U S especially because it's, it's, I almost want to say, you know, I work in medicine. I'm a surgeon. I'm wearing Mm -hmm. my scrubs. I was operating (laughs) earlier today. What's happening in America in medicine, I think is so, uh, it's such a parallel to what happened to farmers in the eighties because there's all this consolidation and the little guy is getting swallowed up and, you know, so it's, I mean, this is off topic, but, but it's just kind of, uh, kind of interesting to see, to see what's happening. And it will happen in my industry as well, because we're, I'm obviously a a sole practitioner and right now you're seeing huge corporations and the industry itself is, um, we struggle. We struggle particularly with the banking industry because the big companies haven't found a way to get their latches into this yet. Right. And once they do, it's, it's going to be, you know, lights out. We'll be swallowed up. That's why I try to to stay. Yeah. Well, I try to stay gourmet artisan and work with what I have and try to be above, like, you know, they say cream rises to the top. So I try to stay on top of the laws and do everything exactly the right way because cream will rise to the top and not everybody wants to buy from the big boxes. That's true. And, and you do, so you hand make those lollipops? Those, well, we make them in a, in a commercial kitchen. So okay. yeah, they are made locally here and we make same thing with the teas. They're all made either. I make them or we have, I have some moms that work with me and uh-huh. they help make them. So it is a local business. So I love this because, um, all right. So we've got, we've got, we've talked a little bit about menopause and CBD and how, you know, I think, I think also that we've got, um, the other thing that can happen in menopause as in life is, is inflammation. Yes. And like we were talking before that, that, you know, the aches and pains may just be due to inflammation and inflammation is really truly what we're eating, what we're putting in our mouth. Mm -hmm. That's what's causing our inflammation. It's, it's external, what we eat and external our environment. And so we can control what we put in our mouths. We can't necessarily control our environment. Um, So we want to, but we want to try and decrease inflammation because as as we learn more and more in medicine, we're seeing that, that inflammation is the root of most diseases. Yes, and so getting, de- that's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So decreasing inflammation is super important. And so CBD can help decrease inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as a scientist, I have to ask you, do you, can you cite any studies that have proven this or is this all anecdotal? Well, there's anecdotal stuff. There's a lot of things on our new site. We actually have an education section and PubMed and... I actually can give you some links on all of this. They come from, oops, I hope I didn't find it out, from the NCB, dot, the, the, the uh, National Institute of Health, the dot uh-huh. gov site. There's so many studies on there. There's hundreds and hundreds of studies. Like I'm looking on, at one right now talking about anandamide, which we were just talking about, signaling um, psychotic um, and symptoms of schizophrenia. There was a cannabidiol, which is CBD study done on that. And basically it talks about how CBD raises anandamide, the bliss and joy. So it reduces the anxiety and stress. So there's many, 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 many studies there, as well as another great site, uh, Project CBD, which I will send you all the links to these. They have so much science on there that you can actually point to. Obviously, at this point, much of what we're doing is anecdotal because hemp and CBD were against the law for so long, or not yeah. CBD, and, and marijuana, we weren't allowed to do the studies, those triple blind studies, you know, those crazy studies that double they blind, do for yeah. drug, double blind, yeah. that they do for pharmaceuticals. We double do blind, them. placebo controlled. Exactly. <laughs> we can't, you, you can't do those with the product that is um, a schedule two. It's, 
Right. It's illegal. Yep. So um, I, I'm sure that the pharmaceutical companies are starting to work with it a little bit more yes, now that it's legal. Are. And then we'll see, we'll see some more benefit from it, but you know, creating drugs takes time. Um, so and they need to make money when they can get yeah. their clot, but, and you can't, they can't patent a molecule. So that's the problem. They can't patent that molecule. So they have to figure out other ways around it. Well, they but, have to, they have to genetically modify it or, or, but, but, you know, even, even genetics can't be, can't be, uh, no patented any, you know, well, they've had, they, they, they had tried. a lot of struggles with the, uh, synthetics. The synthetics yeah. are not doing the trick. Um, GW pharmaceuticals did come out with a, um, isodialex, I believe. And that is, a, it's, it is a CBD that was FDA approved. What, the, the background on that, though, however, when you look at the money, it's like $20,000 for that. And it's only approved for um, epilepsy. Okay. It's crazy. Why not just take CBD? Exactly. That's what, that's <laughs> what those of us who are in the industry, that's what we're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Just take the plant. You know, get yeah. let everything be legal and just take the plant. I actually use it as a lifestyle product now. That's why you see that I don't just have oils. I have teas and honey sticks and pops. And yeah. things like that. We actually have a beauty line that one of my partners just came out with too. So That's it's like great. a retinol cream. We're doing, it's a lifestyle. So I'm thinking hemp is a lifestyle. It's not just something you take to feel better. Sure. It's, it's, you know, I mean, listen, a lot of us have had, you know, Botox or derma fillers or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and maybe, maybe uh, the CBD stuff will, will make us stay younger too. I mean, we all, you know, we have this big fight against aging and yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. You know, we, we want, we've got this cult of youth that is similar to what the way it was in Greece. Um, and then we have the Hollywood standard, which is not realistic. And so it's, it's really hard, but I mean, I don't want to look like that plastic person, but I also don't want to look like, you know, I don't want my neck to hang. So it's (laughs) like these little bad things here. Yeah. yeah. I've known you for a long time, at least what, 10, 15 years now, um, 10, at least 10. And you know you're aging quite gracefully. Well, thank you. I think you are too. So well, four um, kids are killing me, but whatever. Well, that's okay. At least your your baby's now over ten, right? She's thirteen. She just left. Nuh-uh. That's why I, I was looking at my phone because she, her friend uh-huh. is picking her up, and she's like, uh, she's going like this to me. I was like, you know, the one time I said, give me one hour, and of course she needs me then. You uh-huh. know, the biggest thing that I'm finding though with CBD is sleep. Um, you know me, I was always very, um, you know, a little ADD, I'm high yeah. strong, I'm very New Yorky. I talk fast, I never slept. Sleep okay. was not my gig. I would sleep two, four hours a night, if anything. My old business partner, Trish, used to call me Vampire Girl because I just never slept. And I think part of my health concerns were because I wasn't sleeping. But I'll I can imagine you. for sure, because sleep, I mean, there's there's a lot of research happening with sleep right now. A lot. And sleep sleep is like one of the number one things that you have to do to stay away from inflammation and yep. to stay and, and to and for recovery. Sleep is super important for recovery. Well, it's very interesting. I actually got this text today. I know you, you can't, can't see, see it from here, no, but I'll I read can't you see it at all. Yeah. I, um, I'll tell you basically what it says. It's a friend of mine from New York. Um, he lives in Latham, New York. He, his mom lives in Florida and he said she has fibromyalgia. She has arthritis and she has neuropathy in her legs. So I sent her a sampler package, and this is what she writes to me. Hi, I've been waiting to report to you until I felt a real difference. I have slept like a baby for two nights. Now, this woman, when I spoke with her on the phone, had told me she never slept more than four hours a night because she was in pain. She couldn't even roll over without being in pain. 
Um, amazing. Six hours each night and maybe even a little bit more. Overall, I am feeling very energetic and in very good spirits. So that's another thing with CBD. It's a mood booster. Um, even more remarkable to me is that when I turn over in bed, I haven't felt that deep pain in my lumbar. How can I say thank you? And this is like a real text that I just got. That's amazing. So you're getting really, you have, you have a really pure product. You're getting amazing results from people. You're selling mm -hmm. it to doctor's offices. I know this because we're yes. selling it. Yeah. And, and it's, um, you know, and, and it's working, it's working. So for me, the biggest thing is my mom, my mom who has severe dementia. I know I'm not telling you it's curing dementia at all, but they, the nursing home loves her magic sticks. Those honey pops, those honey sticks that I have, they call them, you know, cause she gets the, I don't, they call it sundown syndrome. The sundowning. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, so let me just explain. For the, let me explain for the audience what sundowning is. Sundowning is when we see like psychosis at night. Mm -hmm. With um, with we see it a lot in time in people who are in the ICU, and uh, remarkably, having a window has helped with that. But it's yeah. older people in the ICU, and and we often have to use really really strong psychotropic drugs like Haldol to um, to control it. And Haldol can cause something called tardive dyskinesia, which is an irreversible neurological problem. Okay. And so something like CBD, if we could use that in our, if we just had honey sticks that we could give our sundowners in the hospital, boy, wouldn't that make our lives easier? Well, that's what I'm doing. And literally when she runs out, they call me for her magic sticks. That's great. Because it helps her, you know, she has severe dementia and we do, we are using it. She is starting to get up. I'm not telling you her memory is coming back, but they have seen a significant difference because I'm also getting her a really, really high level. Like we had just talked about a thousand milligrams. I'm getting her a 5,000 milligram product. And they told me they've never seen Celexa work so well. I was like, huh? Because so technically I'm not supposed to give it to her, but we, I do have somebody that I hire that comes in to see my mother daily and she yeah. does give her CBD twice a day. And they told me they've never seen it work so well. I'm like, yeah, amazing, huh? <laughs> that is amazing. So tell me, um, so you're saying that, that if you take CBD, like two drops of the thousand milligram twice a day, mm -hmm. you're going to see there's a possibility of seeing an improved improvement in your sleep in as, as early as two days? I, I would, first of all, um, I don't go with two drops. I go with like maybe a half a dropper, which is probably 10 drops. Okay. So you want to be taking between 25 and 50 milligrams a day. And uh, for dosing, I usually tell people to start three times a day, do micro dosing. I don't know, Michelle, if you ever do with what you do with your practices, we, I recommend micro dosing. So doing smaller amounts, multiple times a day, particularly at night. So do maybe half a dropper, you know, three times a day. And this woman, literally, she just got her product on Friday and she sent me this text yesterday. What was yesterday? Monday. And today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So she, I got yeah. that text yesterday. So she got her products on Friday. I talked to her on Friday evening. I told her, start tonight. I want you to take a full dropper tonight. And then I gave her the microdosing you know, guidelines. I said, do that all weekend long. And she texted me on Monday with that text. Wow. That's well, that's, crazy. that's pretty amazing. So, um, so we've got, we've got a lot of, of really interesting benefits here. We've got uh, a way to deal with anxiety and stress. You've got a way to deal with sleep. You've got, um, you've got pain in pain. Yeah. Um, and you've got the, the menopause, um, teas that are formulated mm -hmm. by a 
Chinese medicine specialist. Yeah, she's an um, herbologist. She's a licensed, yeah. a certified herbologist here in Florida. So That's she's creating cool. those very specific because her target market, she'd be somebody I'd love for you to talk to, Michelle, because yeah. her target is from um, pre, from middle school to menopause and beyond. That's great. That's, that's she a big deals audience. with your talk. Yeah, she deals with yeah. she deals with all women. She de- my children actually see her for acupuncture. Yeah, and she does acupuncture a lot is of great. Really, yeah, she does a lot of really cool stuff on mindset as well. She she would be a great yeah. person for you to talk. Yeah, to. well then maybe we can you know uh, talk to her in the bring her on in the podcast at some great. point. So we were talking a minute a little bit ago about the honey pops. Yes. Can you just tell us the story? So the honey pops are my favorite thing. First of all, I love the taste of honey and you have one that has a piece of ginger in it that I just, I loved. So that's like, that's like my favorite, my favorite thing. And it's like the only indulgence in sugar that I have is the honey pop. Um, And I only have one like, you know, once every I have to send you some more because I just did a turmeric ginger one. It's a little spicy. I got to be honest. It's a little little bit of a bite because it's got the turmeric and it's got, black pepper in it. So it's got a little yeah. bit of a bite. So I'll have to send you those, but they were an accident because when I make the honey sticks, we make them in large batches, um, 15,000 at a time. And they sent me a big jug of honey. It was infused with my CBD, but it couldn't go through the machines. So I didn't know what else to do with it. And I had a friend suggest that I make pops or something with it. She said she saw a recipe on Pinterest. I was like, all right, couldn't find that. So I took a couple of different recipes and kind of came up with my own. And I've been testing and playing with that over the last six months. And they have actually become my number one seller. That's amazing. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, if you like the taste of honey and there's, you know, especially like ginger or just honey. I mean, it's like, it's like eating solid honey. It's delicious. And then you kind of calm down afterwards too. It gives you a little calming effect. So many people say that, but I don't know exactly what that is. I think it's maybe because I'm heating the CBD to 312 degrees to hard crack that it's activating some stuff in there. But mm. people say that it is like the biggest med. It was like meditating. I had a guy tell me, cause he's, I sell to tea houses here. He mm-hmm. said that between the tea and they make the tea house makes a latte out of the teas. And then with a honey pop in it, they serve it with the honey pop right in the, the latte. He said he felt like he had just meditated for an hour. I was like, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's really great. So so we've got a, a number of benefits that we've uh, talked about. Are there any drawbacks to using CBD? Drawbacks. Honestly, I don't. I have not found any. One thing that I can tell you is at this point, the stats are saying that zero people have overdosed from CBD. So I think that that's a good thing. I think sometimes the cost is a, a drawback, you know, because okay. people don't want it. They want to go to the gas stations and get the cheap stuff, but sometimes you have to invest in your health. Yeah. I mean, it just depends. You know, one of the things I, I like to ask women about, you know, when they, when they come in and, and, and start talking to me about the membership is, you know, I'm like, well, how much money have you actually invested in yourself, in your supplements and trying to yep. manage this menopause and, you know, with the cost of the membership, it really isn't that much compared to how much people are spending on their, on their supplements or going to different doctors, you know, especially, especially the doctors who don't take insurance. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the other thing that I would bring up is that CBD at this point, I know at some point they're looking to change this, but it's not covered. It's even though it's a supplement, you know, it's considered a supplement. It's not covered by any insurances. Most supplements aren't covered by insurance. Yeah. So if you're going to take vitamin D, it's prescribed by the doctor. You got to buy it over the counter. And that's like something that we all should be taking. You know, everybody is deficient in vitamin D. And for the most part, you know, unless you're living in the sun, 
and then you have to worry about skin cancer. So it's kind Florida. of a yep. double, double-edged sword there. But, um, but you know, if you're going to take, you, you know, I take a magnesium supplementation. I don't, I don't get any of that from prescription. Yep. You know, I take, I take, a, I mean, you can get a, a pretty decent fish oil for your prescriptions, but, yep. but in terms of supplements, supplements is an out of pocket cost. And what I find is that a lot of women will, will see, oh, there's this benefit to this supplement. So let me add this in. And then there's that benefit to that supplement. And let me add this. And so by the end of the, the time, when they're putting all their supplements together, they're taking 50 pills a day yep. and they're not feeling any better. Yeah. You're right. And, and, and what we could do is maybe just stop taking all that crap and try CBD. (laughs) You know, and that's, I don't want to like sound like, you know, like the rainbows and sunshine, but you know, they do say CBD is like the magic button because it's hard for people to believe in you being a science-based person. You know, when people ask me what the benefits are of CBD, there are just a plethora of them. You know, we just talked about sleep. We talked about pain. We talked about inflammation. I have um, uh, people that I work with that have neuropathy. I mean, I found that people, I mean, I, I, not to like go into where FDA will get mad at us, but I have had people with cervical cancer that are cancer free now, brain cancer that are cancer free now. There are just so many different benefits that people find it hard to believe that they can do all of these different things. Yeah. I, I don't think that CBD cured cancer. No. But I will say that if somebody thinks CBD is going to kill their cancer, cure mm-hmm. their cancer, then it probably will because the subconscious mind is that powerful. I agree um, with a, you. There's a really good book by Joe Dispenza called You Are the Placebo. And so yes. I recommend that. I'm going to ask the, the team to hook that up in the show notes because um, one of the things about placebo, that's why we have a double blind placebo controlled trials. And what that means yep. is that the, 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 person who is being experimented on doesn't know and the experimenter doesn't know what is being given and then there's a randomness to whether it's going to be uh you're going to get the drug or a placebo of the drug so drug a drug b or a placebo and that's so just that's to kind of explain Mm -hmm. double blind placebo controlled trials but what we know is that if the expectation of of the experimenter you know, even we don't, you know, whatever the expectation is of the experimenter will affect, even though it's double blind, will yep. affect the outcome. And maybe even the expectation of the person being experimented on that can still affect the outcome. And so when you, when you're watching a drug commercial on TV, for example, mm-hmm. may cause this, may cause that, may cause that, right? So, you know, can, can cause nausea, vomiting, um, non-Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, things mm-hmm. like this. These are all things that happen, but they happen to such a small subset of the, of the people. And yeah. so we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, antibiotics, 3% effective, but we still give them. Yep. Have to. Because you they work, to. you know, but, but, but I don't know how much of it is the rest of it. I mean, there's, there's a bigger, and, and, you know, to all my scientist friends, I'm sorry, I've become woo. And <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We like there's you. A, yeah, there's a bigger, there is a, there's a bigger force out there that we don't understand that yep. can, that can do anything. And some people want to call it God and some people want to call it the subconscious mind. And some people just want to call it the universe. The universe. Yep. But, but at the end of the day, um, we don't have a lot of control. Yeah. I agree with you completely. So, to bring it back, I just want to say um, women in menopause also have problems like hot flashes and mood disturbances. And have you seen that uh, CBD help with that at all? Well, I can tell you from my own experiences, I'm 55 
And I have been so even keeled where my daughters literally are like, Ma, why aren't you mad? So overall, I mean, because I was like very high strung, very like rah, 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 all the time. And yeah. they have said, especially with my youngest daughter, you know, she's 13. My other daughters are 22, 23, and 25. And they have said they've seen a tremendous change in just my entire way that I do things. So I respond as opposed to react. That has a lot to do with meditation, a lot to do with CBD. And I guess maybe because I'm older. Now, I don't, I haven't had hot flashes, but I definitely get night sweats. So I find that I take a cup of tea and I keep a honey stick by my bed and they alleviate them very quickly. Like I usually, the tea usually will stop them completely. Like if I remember to have the tea and I put the honey stick in it, I don't see them as often. But then if I wake up in the middle of the night with that sweat and like where you're like chills and then sweat, I usually just grab a honey stick and pop that open and then I can go right back to sleep. That's great. That's awesome. So we've seen a lot of people who do say, but again, like you say, you know, mind over matter. I have people that tell me that they have stopped their hat flushes completely, that they have had, you know, decreases in pain. Like this woman, she's sleeping six hours where she was only sleeping four, not rolling, rolling over and not being in pain. You know, I see all kinds of stuff like that. So I think everybody's body is different. One thing I can tell you that I found is women, men, large, small, heavy, light, you know, age doesn't matter. Our endocannabinoid system is our endocannabinoid system. So as far as dosing, everybody's body's different. I have found people, I have two women that are a great example, both in their six, late 60s, both of them about 120 pounds, both of them fibromyalgia and arthritis. One woman would take two drops and she was perfectly great. Once a day, two drops. I had the other woman that took 14 drops and these ladies were friend, friends, two, 14 drops twice a day. And that's the only thing, very precise. She measured everything yeah. to a T. So for her, she needed 14 drops twice a day. The other lady, two drops at night and she was great. So everybody, it's kind of a hit and miss. You have to find your own sweet spot and you may see them reducing hot flashes and night sweats for me. Yeah, sure. So I think that's great. Now, do you ship internationally? Um, we don't ship internationally, but I ship all throughout the United States. Okay. All right. The one so I have, I, a big, you, I have a big audience in, in the UK. They're going to be disappointed. Well, that, with the UK yeah. is I have friends that can ship from there that carry our products and they can ship right out from there. So I can hook you up with somebody in the UK that can ship. I do think we'd CBD, like to, we'd like to put that in the show notes. So if you okay, have a, a, somebody, yeah, just make sure that you send that to us or put it on your Google form. I will. Um, The thing is with CBD, I think what's really important is everything that you teach, Michelle, because I don't think there's a magic bullet on anything. I think everything that you're teaching people, the um, mindset, very, very important. No matter what stage of life you're in, what they, what you eat, how you exercise, how you live, all of those things combined, it's a full circle. CBD helps enhance things, but I think we really need everything that you teach. Yeah. So CBD is a, as a uh, an, uh, compliment to a compliment to what to the menopause movement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So where can people find you? Um, simpleoptimumhealth.com. And Simple we will have, optimumhealth.com. Yep, we'll have a code for you. We'll do Dr. Michelle. All so right. you'll, people will get free shipping and I'll have some specials that will be Dr. Michelle oriented specials that I'll make sure that you have to, by the time this awesome. airs, we'll have specials just for you. What I'll do is I'll have my friend, Dr. Kari, get me a bunch of the menopause tea and we can add those to every order. Awesome. That's great. Cool. Thanks for that. So in the show notes, we're going to hook up uh, Joe Dispenza's book 
And uh, we want to make sure that we give our UK friends uh, and actually Australia. I've got a pretty big audience in Australia as well. Yeah, so, really? Wow. Cool. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have uh, anybody in Australia, that's okay. But I'll find, um, I'll make sure you have somebody that can get everything yeah, to what they need. Yeah. So you know, US, just, I'm not sure what the laws are in Australia right now. Yeah, I don't either. I'll have well, to check that for you. So uh, if you have any questions for Tina, you can send them to me, Dr. Michelle Gordon. Nope. That's me. So if you have any questions for Tina, you can send them to my email address, drgordon at menopausemovement.com. That's drgordon at menopausemovement.com. You see the menopause movement up here? Yep, Woo, right there. Yeah. Um, and we can always bring her back if, uh, to do a Q&A. So yeah, Tina, absolutely. thanks so much. I'm, I, I'm expecting that we're going to get a ton of questions for you. Oh, um, good. And you know what? Yeah. All I can say is I'm in your group too. I love everything that you're doing, Michelle, right now. I think everybody needs what you have. So if you're not in the menopause movement right now, get in the group, get in the yeah. course. It's really like Michelle said that this is CBD is just a compliment to everything that you already have going on. Yeah. Thanks so much. Now, if you have questions about the topics covered in this or any other podcast, I invite you to open a conversation with me via email at info at menopausemovement.com or on Facebook Messenger through my Facebook page at Dr. Michelle Gordon. That's D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-G-O-R-D-O-N. I also want to invite you to join in our next beta group. Here at the Menopause Movement, we are always trying out new methods of teaching and the best ways to get on top of your menopause symptoms. We regularly run beta test groups where we create a learning experience valued at $2,000, but at no cost to you in exchange for feedback and testimonials. To get notified of our next beta group, simply sign up at beta.menopausemovement.com. And thanks so much for being a part of the menopause movement. I appreciate you. Mm -hmm.